This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk, it's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. It is a reckless speculation Thursday across the Score North network. We dove into some Timberwolves speculation with Doogie on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Yesterday we did some speculation after write that down, but then Mike Florio came out with another Trey Lance report, I guess. Kind of a bombshell if you're looking at it from a Vikings perspective. So we're going to get into the latest on Trey Lance and Vikings ties and a random Viking of the week here today. Daily Vikings Entertainment here on Purple Daily where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented by our friends over at TCL, now an official partner of the NFL and an official partner of us here at Purple Daily, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Learn more at TCL.com. One week from today, boys, it's the Surly Park Tavern Draft Extravaganza. The draft party, 6 o'clock start time, Thursday, April 27th for the first round of the draft. The draft starts at 7 that's when the Purple Daily live stream on YouTube will start. And we'd love to meet as many of you as possible. Cheers some Surleys. It's it's a Park Tavern in St. Louis Park. You can go to scorenorth.com and there's more details. And there's even like a parking map for if the main lot fills up. There's other places you can park sort of adjacent. So check it out. We are super, super pumped for that event in one week from today. Before I die, one night it comes back. And, and a new can as well debuts. So, yes, it's going to be great fun. Uh, I, I thought that that uh, the party, the draft party we had a year ago was a ton of fun. We were outside, and so were you. It, it was a little bit chilly. Now, inside, going to be uh, far more comfortable. I think it's going to be a huge event. And you know what, you guys? I'm trying to think. When's the last Vikings draft that we were this close to when you had, like, zero feel? They could literally trade up to third or trade out of the first round and and anything in between. And or none of it would really shock. Like right. I just I, I have never been so uncertain about the plan. Well, I mean, even like the top of the draft, we're not really sure what the number one pick's gonna be. We think it's gonna be Bryce Young. And then number two, God knows what the Texans are gonna do. They could trade out. They could draft C.J. Stroud. They could draft like, Will Anderson. Sounds like they are not going to take a quarterback. I, I saw in I saw a special 
last night in which McShay basically predicted complete chaos. Well, we're going to actually, we, so you guys are right. There was a McShay Kuiper back and forth three round mock, or I don't know if it was back and forth, but it's a three round mock where they're both making predictions. Yep. So we'll get to that as well on the show today, but let's start back here. We touched on some of this, but this was sort of independent. We touched on a couple of interesting threads that tied the Vikings and Trey Lance. And then this report came out after we were done recording yesterday from Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. At this year's scouting combine, there were rumors of a potential Kirk Cousins trade from Minnesota to San Francisco. Those rumors may have come from the reality that the Niners and the Vikings had discussions about another quarterback. Per a league source, the Niners and the Vikings talked about Trey Lance. The source doesn't know whether that's currently still happening. The Vikings have since restructured Kirk Cousins' contract. They'd take a significant cap hit of $38 million this year if the Vikings do trade Cousins before June 1st. But the Vikings need an answer for 2024 and beyond. It's unclear whether they truly think Lance could be the answer. So we've kind of we've kind of talked in and around this. I want to throw a different question at you guys to spark this conversation today. I've heard from probably 20 people in the last 24 hours through Twitter DMs, through YouTube comments, whatever. Some variation of, well, the 49ers are one of the smartest organizations in the league. Kyle Shanahan is this sort of offensive savant. Mm-hmm. If if those things are true about the 49ers, shouldn't it be pretty telling that they're trying to pawn off Trey Lance and sell him off for like 30 cents on the dollar from what they you know, traded to get him in the draft a couple of years ago. So how does that idea impact your perception of Trey Lance? The 49ers are out, so should 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 buyer beware, I guess. I think it all comes down to, to this. I, I don't think it comes down to the fact that Trey Lance is a bust. I think Trey Lance, unfortunately, remains an unknown completely, but I think it's just timing. I think it's the 49ers don't feel that they have the luxury of time to now find out. Um that you know that the plan was when they drafted Trey Lance and traded up to get the third overall pick in that draft a couple of years ago that you know we've got Garoppolo we're going to develop the kid and then the kid is going to become our starting quarterback in 2022 we're going to find out and then we're going to be good to go yeah. well it all changed um Trey Lance got hurt what in the in week i think 3 against the Seahawks he has played, I mean, going back to college because of COVID in part, he has played very little football. And the 49ers now, now have this ready-made team that looks to be potentially outstanding and, and is in, again, those very short windows where you're like, this is a Super Bowl roster. Like, those don't last for five years. And so I would not say that Trey Lance is a bust. I think he's an unknown, and I don't think the 49ers have the luxury of going with an unknown. So I don't think they're trying to pawn him, him off. And by the way, I don't think that you're going to get him for nothing. Like pawn off to me means, oh, we screwed this up. Give me a fifth round pick. He's yeah. released. But they're saying he's not our guy, right? right they're but, saying he's n- he is not our franchise. We don't have a quarterback and, he, and he's not it. And I'm saying that I think that they are smart enough to know they don't have the luxury of time now to say if it doesn't work, or if he needs, which he very well might need more time, development time. I mean, he just needs to play football. Before See, I, we can say anything, he needs to yeah, play football. Yeah, because he, I mean, he's barely played really since high school. That's the other big yeah. thing about him. He's this athletic freak, and he's got tools and everything. And you know, a bunch of teams were looking at him in the top three, top five. But 
I think it's a little of both. I, I don't, I agree with you. It's more about timing than Trey, that everything else is ready to cook. They were hoping that the timing would have lined up by now, but because of his ankle injury and, and I think also because of maybe his slow development as a quarterback, he hasn't picked it up as quick as they wanted and he's been hurt and they don't have time to sort of tinker around again in 2023. So it's not, it's not fully while well, the timing is bad. I think there's a little timing is bad and a little, well, he just didn't from all aspects. He just wasn't quite the guy that we thought we were trading up for. doesn't mean he's completely cooked. He's a bust. I'm really curious to see him in a different environment. Just, just a sort of a, I guess a less urgent environment, which it may suck to hear this if you're a Vikings fan, and the mission on this show remains long-term, win a Super Bowl before we die, but sometimes you have to sort of take a little bit of a step or a half-step back to take two steps forward. That's kind of what the Vikings 2023 season looks like. And I think Trey Lance, if the price is right, could sort of could sort of fit that mold to find out. Go play him for a year and find out, is he the guy that can take over? And I'm probably more out on Trey Lance than I think you two probably are. And I know a lot of other Vikings fans probably are also in the same camp that I'm in. Um, if, if the price is right, certainly, why not take a shot, right? Like if, it, if it's a third or a fourth round pick or just a day two pick for Trey Lance, okay. Because to be honest, I mean, if you're going to draft a quarterback in that same spot, I mean, the bust rate's going to be about the exact same, if not worse, right? So I'm okay with that but I wouldn't be jumping for joy and just like, oh, here it is. They got their next great quarterback. His, his lack of staying on the field and him not playing football game scares me. Mm-hmm. It just it scares me at this point. I don't think it's anything from a sure thing. And I'm not saying, just to, to be clear here, I'm not saying that he is the guy for this team. I'm just saying I don't think San Francisco has determined that he absolutely is Ponder. I think that they are – I think that they don't have the time – um, I think that they are probably, they probably didn't understand, and and I mean, th- this is a hard thing to predict. They probably didn't understand that the Trey Lance arc and the roster arc wouldn't sync up at all. And so I think that there's outside, or I think there's influencing factors here. Uh, but that but that being said, Dex, like, if the Vikings come t- to the conclusion of, ah, you know what, no, that's absolutely fine. I'm talking yeah. about from a league perspective. I don't think San Francisco has this rotten tomato on their hands that they're just trying to pawn off. I think it's more in in depth than that. And this is all about, again, the value of a football stock. I have a lot of questions about Trey Lance, just like Declan does. I also don't think he's, you can't say he's Christian Ponder yet, just like Judd said. So if if the price was, hey, they want two future first round picks, they want your 23rd overall, and they want next year's first round pick. I'm not trading that for, a giant question mark, Trey Lance. But, you know, if it's like Kirk Cousins goes over there and Trey Lance and like a third round pick comes over here, okay, and, and you save some salary cap space, you know, beyond 2024 by clearing out the Kirk Cousins contract, that's probably worth a flyer on the, what, maybe there's like a 30 to 50% chance that Trey Lance becomes a viable above average starter at some point. It's all about It's all about value. But then you have to weigh... Okay, if you're having conversations about Trey Lance, what's the cost to get Trey Lance, who's a question mark, versus the cost to get one of the top four or five or six quarterbacks in this year's draft who are also varying uh, degrees of question marks, right? You can like C.J. Stroud all you want. You're probably going to have to give up your your first-round picks this year, next year, and 2025 to get C.J. Stroud. 
Are you 90% sure about C.J. Stroud? Are you 40% sure? So it's, it's all about it's all about value. It's all about what am I giving up for the for the gamble in this case. And at this point in time, this conversation is extremely um, prudent because of this. Unless something changes drastically, the Vikings are giving every indication that they want to move on from their veteran QB. So, like, this is no longer reckless speculation of who's next after Kirk. It's very clear that the Vikings are paving the way to answer that question. And this is where they're going to have to take some some form of risk. And you hope that Kevin O'Connell can be the X factor in knowing what he is looking at and the potential of coaching up the, the next guy. Because Kirk Cousins is now aging. As of right now, his contract is up after 2023. And so everything is pointing to, in, in fact, I keep, uh, I keep responding to tweets of like, you know, you're trying to get rid of Cousins, you're a, no, if you have a problem now, it's with the Vikings. It's not with me. They're, they're <laughs> go, the go, ones. Go attack Mike Florio so, for reporting that the Vikings are talking yeah. to the Niners, right? Yeah, but like as far as Trey Lance goes. We, we, as, we called it though, by the way. As, we, as far as, well, we, we did because it makes some sense. But as far as Lance <laughs> goes or Stroud goes or any quarterback potentially, what you have to hope is that the Vikings, and trust for right now, that the Vikings have a guy in the building that can correctly identify this, and that's where guys make millions of dollars because yeah. it is damn tough. It can be very tough. So here's another layer to this to consider, okay? We we actually did this exercise on our old radio show. I, th- I think this was on 1500 ESPN like f- maybe four years ago, right before we launched Score North, or it was right around that time. And it, And an emailer... Listener Chris, Chris Mueller sent an email through the Score North app, the feedback tab. And he, he kind of sparked me to do this homework again, but he he did over half the homework. He said, had some time on my hands and put this together. Hope it helps y'all. Here's a list of first-round quarterbacks and where they were drafted going back to the year 2000. So Chris put together the first-rounders. I took Chris's list. Thank you for doing the legwork on this, Chris. And I filled it out. So from 2000 through 2021, we're, we're going to leave the 2022 draft out of it because we just don't know yet. But Kenny Pickett, we don't know. The, the first five quarterbacks drafted in each round, 2000, I'm sorry, the first five quarterbacks drafted, period, regardless of round. There's some years where, like, there's four quarterbacks in the first round. There's some where there's one. But who were the first five quarterbacks drafted? How often is the first quarterback drafted a hit? How often is the second quarterback drafted a hit? If you get all the way down like the Vikings did to the fourth quarterback off the board and it's Christian Ponder, how often is the fourth quarterback a hit, the fifth quarterback a hit? All right. So I'll spare you the full list here because it's, you know, I don't know, it's 90 quarterbacks or whatever it is, almost 100 quarterbacks since 2000. Okay. But based on my somewhat subjective classification of a hit being an above-average quarterback for multiple years, the first quarterback taken 68% of the time since the year 2000 is a success. Now I'm counting everyone everyone from Chad Pennington, who's on one end of that. He was a good, solid quarterback for a few years, and then his shoulder gave out, right? But he's a, he's a success. He's not a bust. Not a bust. Carson Palmer, not a Hall of Famer, but not a bust, right? Mm-hmm. Alex Smith, not a bust. So there's that... So there's sort of that low end of the bar. And then there's the guys like Eli Manning, who won Super Bowls, and Matt Ryan, who won an MVP, and 
Stafford and Andrew Luck, right? There's So that's the group. 68% of the first quarterback off the board since 2000 are a success. The second quarterback off the board, 36%. The third quarterback off the board, 27%. The fourth quarterback off the board, I counted only one out of 22 successes going back to the year 2000, and it's Derek Carr. I can give you that list here in a second. but And then the fifth quarterback off the board jumps back up to 32%. So there, there's some small sample size here. But in general, if you're not taking the first quarterback off the board, so the Panthers, the Panthers are going to get it, whether it's Bryce Young or whether it's C.J. Stroud, that guy's going to hit historically like two-thirds or three-quarters of the time. He's going to be a bust the other quarter of the time. Any other quarterback taken first, third, uh, second, third, fourth, or fifth, has like a one in three or worse chance of being an above average starter for multiple years. Now there's obviously guys after this, like Russell Wilson was the sixth quarterback off the board. Tom Brady was, was down the list, but the, but the odds overall only get worse. The further down the quarterback big board you get, Hmm. that's something to consider. Trey Lance was pretty high up on the, was he the first quarterback take a second quarterback taken? I can't remember a couple years ago. So, as you're weighing this, do you want to? Oh, we're going to get Hendon Hooker. Well, he he's the fifth quarterback off the board. Well, you, I don't know. Is that is that as valuable as just trading like Kirk Cousins for Trey Lance or something? These are things you have to consider. Absolutely, yeah. And that's the thing about this. Um, and, and I think that we are, just to be clear here, rightfully so, scarred by Spielman's either failures or refusal to take chances. Because I feel like Phil. The path you're going down to also um, at some point in time here causes you to just have to take some chances. Like if you're going to wait till the third through sixth round, right? Like at some point in time, you just have to start to take them and, and see what you got. But you can't count on that. Like you, you can't, can't say. Those are, those are all crap. crap we're sure of that. Exactly right. Um, but this is also why I, I think that the Vikings are, or at least there is a scuttlebutt that they are interested in trading up significantly because to your point, again, the percentages improve. That's what makes this to me so intriguing. And and then the added thing on top is this, we really don't know enough about these guys to know what the approach is going to to be. I felt like, you you know, five years into Spielman, right? You sort of knew, Oh, he ain't going to take a chance on the quarterback here. He's, he struggles to draft them with Quazy and Kevin. I feel like, Going into Thursday, it's just a complete unknown. And and yet the most important position in sports is arguably what they are going to or possibly could address. So they don't have to do it with Kirk out the door, which gets scarier. But what's but what's not unknown is that you have to be aggressive or be in a spot to get a quarterback higher up. Just for fun here, I I do want to give you guys Here's a list of the fourth quarterback taken in every draft going back to the year 2000. Because that's kind of the range the Vikings are in if they stand pat around 23. Or if they aren't willing to move all the way up into the top five or top six. Yep. If they're lucky, they're going to get the fourth quarterback off the board somewhere around 23, right? They're, okay, only two quarterbacks go in the top 10. And then maybe Richardson goes to the to Washington at 16 or something. And then Will Levis falls into the 20s and you get the fourth quarterback off the board. Here's a list of the fourth quarterbacks taken 
in every draft going back to the year 2000. T. Martin, Marcus Tuyasasopo, Josh McCown, Rex Grossman, J.P. Losman. A lot of these guys are first-rounders, by the way. Speaking of random luck of the week, this is random draft pick of the week. Mm -hmm. Charlie (laughs) Fry, Kellen Clemens, Uh John Beck, Chad Henney, Pat White, Colt McCoy, Christian Ponder. There you go. Brandon Whedon, Matt Barkley, Derek Carr. We got a ding. He's at least an above-average quarterback for multiple years, right? And he was a second-round pick, right? Yep, he was a second-round pick. Sean Mannion, Christian Hackenberg, Deshaun Kaiser, Josh Rosen, Drew Locke, Jordan Love, Justin Fields is a maybe. Mm-hmm. Th- those, that's the fourth quarterback off the board in every draft since 2000. So, so, again, even if you get a quarterback in the first round, but it's like Will Levis falls to 23, guess what? He's probably a bust. This is why, though, to, to go back to a conversation that we had on this show earlier in the week, this is why you can't be afraid to whiff, too, though. Like, if you whiff, it can't paralyze you. That's the thing about um, if, if the notion is, oh, man, we drafted a quarterback fourth, and he is, oh, boy, we're in trouble here. You're going to be paralyzed by that fear. So, like, this, this is what makes this so interesting. Now, the question is, do I now trust you to take a second and potentially a third bite at the apple? That's the question. With mm-hmm. Spielman, the answer got to be pretty much no. But the reality is, and I think that the smart teams have come to this conclusion, is when it when we're talking about quarterbacks, if you let one or two bad picks just basically end you, you're you're scared, you're never going to solve it. You're never going to come close. And by solve it, I just mean get a good starter. I'm not talking Burrow. I'm not talking Stars. I'm talking just a solid starting yeah. QB, which, by the way, I would largely consider Cousins to be a very solid starting quarterback mm-hmm. right now. It, it is the, the idea of drafting and missing or finding a quarterback is dating. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. There are there are ones that are irrelevant, right? You tried and just like, oh, well, that didn't work, and you don't lose sleep over it. But then you count them all up, and you're like, oh, well, like I missed a lot. You're still fine. You're still going out there. You're still going to try. You're going to find your burrow eventually. You might find your cousins eventually. Yeah. There's uh, going to be missing. You don't want to date your cousins, you know, no, unless it's like your fourth true. cousin. And Judd, uh, Judd and Judd's fat fingers, Judd just closed his He did not like my dating analogy. He was like, I'm out of here. I can't do it. Well, while Judd tries to figure out how to get back in the Purple Daily Room here, a shout-out to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's been around for over 100 years, helping businesses maximize their level of success through risk management tools and resources. If you have fat fingers and click the X on the Purple Daily window. I didn't hit a thing. I'm leaning back. <laughs> that was very bizarre. Judd's computer just uh, going bonkers here. So Federated, you can find a full yeah. list of industries that they specialize in working with at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. And, uh, hey, you know, once the draft is over, you maybe you have some time if you're one of these mock draft experts, maybe that's when you make some tea times for the first time since before college football season. If you are a mocker looking to make tea times, where should you go, Declan? You should absolutely go to the Meadows at Mystic Lake. It's a scenic, award-winning 18-hole public golf course is okay. Uh, I went down there last fall. Uh, speaking of dating, it was like a day before I was proposing. 
Okay. And I was actually battling a really nasty cold. I don't know if you guys remember that. So I was hyped up on cough medicine. Well, I might be taking cough medicine because I was drilling putts like this at the meadows at Mystic Cheater. Okay. Yeah. The, the, no, no, there's no, there's no performance enhancing drugs. I think in, in, in these, but this, go, this go. looks like CGI here. This is yep. clearly, I don't know. Uh, you can go to golfthemeadows.com to book these tee times and also stay up to date. They're about to open. So go to golfthemeadows.com, stay up to date with tee times, go to the Meadows Bar and Grill too. Plenty of great options. Some of the best golf you'll do. Go to golfthemeadows.com to stay updated. Okay. I want to okay. okay, you guys kind of speculated that this was out there. Apparently this did come out a couple days ago. A Kuiper McShay combo three-round mock draft. It was a at- special show. My goodness. ESPN, I think it was at 6 o'clock a couple nights ago. So let's go through this here. Yeah, this is the first time I have seen this. Ooh. So we've got uh, we've got Kuiper McShay going back and forth here. And we'll we'll just we'll just go through some of the highlighted selections. But the number one overall pick, they differ. They differ as of this week. Kuiper's got Bryce Young going to the Panthers. Oh, I'm sorry, you know what they're doing? My bad. They're uh they are going back and forth. Okay, so I read this wrong. So Kuiper has Bryce Young going to the Panthers, and then McShay has C.J. Stroud going to the Texans. Okay. So they're going so they're back, back and, back forth, and forth Okay. Yep. And then Will Anderson Jr. to the Cardinals. Looks like they're not doing trades here. Uh, McShay has Anthony Richardson going to the Colts, then Jalen Carter, Seahawks. Okay, let's keep it scrolling here. Bijan Robinson to the Eagles at 10. That dude could go anywhere from top 10 to bottom of the first round, depending on how teams feel about a running back. And then Will Levis goes to the Titans, the fourth quarterback off the board, 11th to the Titans. Okay. Desperate to get yep. younger and cheaper at that Ryan position. Ryan Tannehill's replacement. Jackson Smith in Jigba, the first receiver off the board to the Texans at 12. And we go to, oh, there's Zay Flowers to the Steelers at 17. Kuiper loves Zay Flowers. He's got, he's got Zay very high okay. on his big board. And we get to the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, actually, Jordan Addison, third receiver off the board of the Chargers at 21. And Mel Kuyper has the honors here with the 23rd pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Mel Kuyper Jr. selects, on behalf of the Vikings, cornerback from Penn State, Joey Porter Jr. I want a mock. Oh, they've got him falling that far? They do, yeah. That's Corner the first time is a, in a long time. Clear weakness for Minnesota, which brought in Byron Murphy Jr. in free agency to replace Patrick Peterson. Long-armed Porter could see early action outside. He didn't have much production in college, one interception, but that should change at the next level. They weren't testing him, probably. I wouldn't mind that. I, I don't think he's going to fall to 23, though. I would just, I guess, I wouldn't mind it because he's, I think he's going to be a really good NFL player. I would just be more annoyed that you spent two pretty valuable draft picks on cornerbacks last year, sure. and then you found the need to go sign a 25-year-old cornerback with a chunkier free agency money and then use a first-round pick on another cornerback. And they did just sign a guy from the Patriots a couple of days ago as well. Former second-round pick. Yeah, yeah. who who was a, a uh, high pick as well. So. I, I'm telling you, I think if, if it plays out just like this, I think the Vikings trade back. I really do. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, if they, if, if they, they love, back. if they love one of these long armed athletic cornerbacks and it yeah. fits Flores' system perfectly. But I think Quazy's, um preference 
in playing the stock market would probably be to get more stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely. I'm not even saying I agree with that. I'm just saying I think it's what they do. I think he. I don't think he cares about seventh round stocks though, like Rick did. I think he wants second, yeah. third, fourth, maybe fifth round stocks. What's wrong with seventh round stocks, man? You stop all of those undrafted free agents from hitting the market. God. Okay, I'm just kind of scrolling down to the third round here, where we're going to get to the Vikings at pick 87, as McShay and Kuiper, the Todd father and Godfather of mocks. Go back and forth, throwing haymakers at each other on ESPN.com. Bam, pow. And with the 87th overall pick, the ball is back in Kuiper's court here for the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings select, out of the University of Auburn, defensive tackle Colby Wooden. I want a mock. Mock! All right, Wooden is an interesting three-technique prospect. He had six sacks last season, four of which came when he was lined up as a tackle. NFL teams covet interior players who can contribute on third downs. He's worth a dart throw here near the end of round three. There you go. Dart throw? I want more than dart throws in the third round. I don't want to hear a third-round dart throw. (laughs) Like, I like the idea. And, and and I would love for this team to improve its interior rush, but dart throw? Dart throws are for the sixth round. Dart throws are for late Saturday. It's awfully disrespectful. Yeah, yeah I don't. By the way, if you're wondering, you. if you're wondering where Hendon Hooker went, he went to the Seahawks at 37. Oh, interesting. In the second round, there, a couple picks, five picks into the second round. Okay. So that's what Godfather and Toddfather have cooking here in their mock draft. I want a mock! Mock! Do you guys, real quick, since we're on a roll here, before we get to random Viking, I, we can just fly through this. I do have a Peter Schrager 1.0. Pete Schrager. waits till the week before the draft, puts together all of his intel. Schrager doesn't mock, he just waits. He waits. Yeah. Do you want it here? Do you want Good. it? Okay. Yeah, so, I was going to say no to a mock. Schrags has Bryce Young going number one, CJ Stroud going to the Colts number two, who trade up with the Texans. Plausible. Will Anderson Jr. to the Cardinals at three. Then he has Tyree Wilson going to the Texans at four. Anthony Richardson to the Seahawks at five. Fascinating. Ooh. Let's keep it scrolling here. Bijan Robinson, Eagles at 10. Whoa. Whoa. Have you seen Schrag's mock? No. With the 11th pick, the Tennessee Titans select Hendon Hooker. Oh. Oh. That's the highest we've seen Hendon Hooker, right? I think so. Wow. Okay. And then Will Levis goes to the Texans at 12, so they wind up getting a quarterback anyway. So that would be yeah. five, right? Five quarterbacks in 12 picks? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Three or four of those guys are going to be busts. That's the crazy thing. But it's a quarterback league, right? So, okay, let's. So Vikings are clearly not drafting a quarterback now as we scroll down to 23. Instead, they select, according to Peter Schrager, from the University of Southern California, wide receiver Jordan Addison. I want right. a mock. Mock. Like a little bit. So here's the write-up. I know of at least one team that has Addison as its top-rated receiver. With Adam Thielen now in Carolina, this pairing makes sense. That said, Minnesota can go a variety of ways here. With Cousins in the last year of his contract, quarterback could be an option. Not with five guys coming off the board in the first 12 picks, though. But the Vikings might have to aggressively jump up the board in order to get their man at that position. 
Yeah, you never know. You never know, Shregs, about that jumping up the board, do you? Crazy on the phone. <laughs> Shregs, man, just going crazy. I love how he waits. He doesn't. He doesn't feel the pressure and the need to put a, a 1.0 well, out. He's a in busy December. guy, though, right? Like he's got the he's got TV uh, every day, football mor- morning yeah. in America. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot to do. It's called Good Morning Football. Whatever Please put it some is. respect good morning, on the show. Football in America. Football morning in America. Hey, Good Morning, comma Football in America. Whatever it's Isn't called. Fo- there is Shrek. a Football Morning in America, right? Isn't it? I don't. Oh, that's know. Peter. That's Peter King's thing on oh. NBC Sports now. Okay, I get them all confused. The yeah. fact is, you wake up and get there's football. Your ass out of bed. There's now. football. Come on read some football. Now <laughs> you're getting an analysis, even though you don't have a cup of coffee yet. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, it's time now for a random Viking of the week here. Here we go. A battle of wits that Judd usually wins. He has a 50 to 30 all-time lead in the random Viking of the week. Declan and I alternate taking on the uh, the sports dad slash historian of Purple Daily here. Although Declan did correctly guess Roman Reigns last week to end Judd's three-game winning streak. Didn't give the right name, though. I mean, I could have protested. I didn't. That's a good point. I guess Joel technically Anoa? Joe Anoa. Anoa is his name, Anoa. right? Anoa, yes. But to this point, Judd dominates. Declan's going to put out the clues here. He's going to throw out a series of clues. Judd and I get up to three incorrect guesses before we are eliminated. We can guess whenever we want to. We can just blurt out guesses. And uh, we can ask Declan questions, but he can refuse to answer if he wants to. A few of the most recent random Vikings include Roman Reigns, J.T. O'Sullivan, Anthony Carter, Michael Floyd, Chris Hovan, Ed McDaniel, and Greg Camarillo. Good list. All right. No Googling, no cheating. Declan, go ahead. All right. This random Viking of the week was born in Texas. Can I guess? Sure. Can I do a quick search to see if I have this person's on the list? I mean, you can do that if you like. Yes. Uh, By the way, I have no uh, uh, sounders of dings or X's, so I will be acapelling those. uh, Oh, I got it. I got them. Well, okay, you, you just you just say no or yes, and I'll hit yeah. the. Okay. I'll, I'll wait for one more clue, but I think I know who it is. Okay. This random Viking of the week played in eighty-three regular season games. Okay. So, okay. From age twenty-four through thirty-one. He didn't debut in the league till he was 24. And mm-hmm. his last game came when he was 31 years of age. 24 is on college. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. This random Viking of the week was a first round draft pick. Okay. It's not the guy I was thinking of. I was hoping you'd use that guess up. <laughs> oh. Huh. Yeah? Huh? Huh. 
uh, this random Viking of the week tried to start a clothing company. It didn't work. There, there's just a sentence that blank attempt, attempted to start a clothing company called blank. I can't also because his his Last name is kind of attached to it, so I I can't say it. But he tried. It didn't work. Hmm. Interesting. This random bike of the week also was drafted by a major league baseball team. Well, that's an interesting curveball. Yeah, that's, I, I, I almost had a guess, and then you, yeah, you threw that that sweeper in, and now I don't know what's going on. Wow, really? Okay, drafted mm-hmm. by a major league baseball team. Okay, I, I've See, I feel a... like Declan gets all tricky too. Like it'll be oh, some guy that never actually played a game for the Vikings. Well, you I used did, one. I did last that week. last week. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you ripped off his idea. Um, was he a first round pick by the Vikings? No. Okay. No, he wouldn't have played 83 games. I don't think. I I got a feeling this guy might not have played much for the Vikings. I'm trying to think of... uh... In the Twitter archives... 10-plus years ago, could be 10 years ago, could be more than 10 years ago, but 10-plus years ago, Judd tweeted, when the Vikings cut this player, have to admit, that surprises me. Was it Bobby Wade? Eh, wrong. Okay, Okay, here I'll get... He he does have baseball size, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has baseball size. Yeah, and there's times where, like, a guy could, could be, back then, drafted in the thousandth round and so you wouldn't even know it after so Joe was Joe was surprised by this cut around the same time Phil Mackey also tweeted after oh. a preseason touchdown that definitely improves his chances of earning a roster spot when was this tweet it was 10 plus years ago I'm not going to give you guys the year because you'll be, be able to duck it yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I know. No stones being cast. Not yet. Improves this player's chances. Of... And it was surprising that he was... It's one of these slappies they signed for a couple... He scored some preseason touchdowns. He did not make the roster. So this is another random Vike of the Week that did not lie. I knew it right away. Yeah, I knew it from the you, know what, you know what? I got no problem from with that. From the beginning. I After the crap you pulled it. last week, Mackie, mm-hmm. I got no problem with it. Mm-hmm. I chose one of the most famous people in the world right now. Declan chose someone that's probably selling insurance. Yeah, it's almost like no. It's... He's trying to start clothing lines. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's he a tried random to start a Viking. clothing line, and it's like it's well, a random Viking of the week or something. It's, it's I know. Uh, it's wild. Well, it, wait, I so know. this guy, this guy scored a touchdown in a preseason game, and Phil wrote, tweeted that that should help his chances. Oh god! It was in the dome. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's the clue. <laughs> Which end zone? I don't know. <laughs> it was in the. I dome. will say he wore the same number for every team, but when he played for the Vikings in the preseason, it was not the same number. Just hold on. Just hold on. Okay. 
I got more. I got more here. Just there's a lot going on here. So there's this is the. I feel like I know the position. When I talk out loud, I give Judd too many clues, but hmm. I feel like I know the position. Hmm. I don't know if I do know the position. This random Vike of the week got multiple multi-year contracts with teams, but never stuck around a lot. Every time he got these big contracts by these two teams, he got cut pretty quickly. Um. Okay. You can take a guess. Matt Castle. Eh. He played. Yeah. This. this he played more recently. And he wasn't a first round pick, was he? No, he wasn't. That was a dumb guess. I panic okay, a little bit. Bad Phil. Bad Phil. Okay. The last one. touchdown that more. this random Viking of the week caught was from Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> the last touchdown that this guy caught was from Jamarcus Russell. He also cut touchdowns from Jake Plummer. And a former Vikings quarterback. Dig deep, boys. Come on. So Plummer was Denver, Arizona. Marcus Russell was only... Love Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake. Oakland. One-time Pro Bowler. What the hell, dude? This is insane. And a comeback player of the year on his resume, too. Excuse me. He got votes. He got votes. He did not. Um, he did not win it. He did not win it. He did not win it. Sometimes that little dash on the voting, I always mess up. He made a good. He made a pretty strong case to win comeback player of the year. What? People are just shouting at the their TCL TVs right or now. Or they're like, "This one, you, you son of a b, Declan. This one's a tough one." Um, okay, so he's he's first round pick. Played for the Raiders. Played for either Arizona or Denver. The most touchdowns in his career he ever recorded were against the Vikings. He had 31 NFL regular season touchdowns. The most came against the Vikings. I'm going to kick myself when, when this comes out. This is nuts. Yeah, this is insane. Played in the NFC North, obviously, too. (laughs) Also, the Packers don't draft receivers in the first round. Oh, the music music. right now, dude. The music music. right now. This is nuts. Um, No, he wasn't. Or wait. Uh... (laughs) Oh, man. It's a wide receiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. We knew that. Um, Who is it? Is Javon, what we want to know. Javon Walker. Ding, 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 ding. Javon Walker. What? Javon. I forgot Walker. he was in Oakland completely. What year did he play for the Vikings? 2010. He came here in August. With Rice, he brought him in for camp. That's right. He got a couple right. preseason touchdowns. You like with what Rice. he saw? You with said Rice he was. Hurt. He should make the roster after a couple little uh, preseason. Yeah. Amazing! Yeah, with, I must have must with have Rice hurt. Out. Yeah, what? I think Favre, I think Favre got pissed off. Yeah, because he's like, "Where's Sydney?" And they're like, "Yeah, he is." Is did the Packers draft him in the first round? Yep. 
So was he the last first-round receiver that they've mm-hmm. that they took? Twentieth overall. Wow. Wow. I, had, I don't I've know that completely there were a ton of fans. blocked out Javon Walker. I don't know. I I'd be curious the, the amount of listeners who were screaming that one out. That's a pretty. I almost guessed one. Robert Ferguson, so I was in the ballpark, but I knew yeah. he wasn't a first-round pick. Right. Judd, first Judd got a retweet from Trey Wingo and Peter King when he said, "I think Javon Walker sticks. What a comeback story! If Walker's on the field in the Superdome in six days, September third, two thousand ten." Yeah, that's the cut, lead yeah. Vikings beat writer getting some love from. Yep. Wow. Big national yeah, wow. Yeah, right used to be tight. Yeah, now he doesn't and get back you, to me. Anymore. And then you became a hot take artist. You put your credibility pen now down, was, and now you're a hot I was take done. artist. I was through. Okay, I gotta go. Wow. All right. Well, I gotta go. Depressing. All right. Cool. There we go. Random Viking of the week here. Congrats to Judd for guessing Javon Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and thanks for hanging out with your daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We'll see you on a Feedback Friday tomorrow.